because I'm going to the club after this. <laughs> the club? Like Sam's Club? Is that what yeah. you're Costco Club. Club Costco Club Target. <laughs> because we all know I do not go to anybody's world travel over there. Yes. <laughs> okay, so once again, we're recording already. Oh, you know, right. got to get that she little bit not. up in the front. You know. I love, yeah. I love that we always get that. <laughs> Welcome to Twerk Team Supreme. One. I guess. Hi guys. <laughs> you guys. Hello. So, I guess. Hello, hello. We're here. Um, yeah. We are here. We are back um, for another week. We have week. a guest uh, in the studio. We do. Well, let's do intros. Oh, me. I'm Tiffany. The only girl on the podcast. Right. So I think Mickey people Mouse know Club. me. Hi, I'm Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I really talk when I'm not around you guys. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tiffany. So I- I'm Ryan. I'm Robert. Free here again. And we have a special guest in the studio today. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Your it's favorite me. basic white bitch. Your favorite basic white It's Ryan. Bitch. Another one. Another Ryan. For your pleasure. Ryan. In, in place of Frank today, Frank couldn't join us for episode <laughs> two. So we miss Frank. So we have a special guest joining us today. Who's going to throw Welcome, clown Ryan. jokes? Ryan. Not. Oh, know, right? We'll leave it to Rob since he likes clowns so much. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, no. Yeah, two clown yeah, movies no. two weeks yeah, in a row. No. Yeah, That's no. what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> I was getting a little uncomfortable. Were you? Yeah. I well, saw your knees shaking in the theater. Yeah, a little two well, clown movies uh-huh. in a row. That's what, yeah. that's what we were saying. It's well, like, maybe the people would like to know what uh, movie we saw today. Oh, we saw Joker. Somebody Ooh. do the All laugh. Right. No, for the love of God, no. <laughs> no, no can't. Stop you over there. Wait, that wasn't even on purpose. Come on. Let's, free, you can do the laugh. Yeah, but that wasn't on purpose. Anyway, so yes. So today we saw Joker, uh, directed by Todd Phillips, which I actually, I hadn't heard of him before. But we all know his work. Um, yes. he's, he directed War Dogs, All Three Hangovers. Um, oh, he did the Hangover oh, movie. Yes. Okay. Uh, Due Date, Starsky and Hutch. He actually also wrote uh, Hangover 1 and 2, War Dogs. He also co-wrote... Joker with um, Scott Silver. Um, he also produced um, produced it, as well as War Dogs, Hang all the Hangover movies. He even produced A Star Is Born. Uh, oh, he was a producer the on A Star Is Born. Star is Born. Wow. Yeah. Fun so, fact. It, I was but, expecting to say Judy. But. And he wrote Borat and Old School and Road Trip, as well as other stuff. So, oh, so he's the one to blame for Borat. I, <laughs> Got it. Got it. I mean, you did not think Borat was amazing? I mean, Oscar-worthy, of course. Well, yes. clearly. I mean, that was almost our Freddie Mercury. No, like, no, Sacha Baron was... Cohen was the original one cast as Freddie oh, Mercury. Oh, that's what you... Oh, yeah. Yes, he was. God. Oh, oh, wait, was he really? Awful. He was. Such really? Cool. Have you Ooh. watched his Netflix show, The Spy? No, but I... No, it, it's him taking a serious turn. He could have done Freddy Justice. He was also in The Miz. He can do drama. I'm sure he can. Borat can. But that's the other well, thing. He's not Freddy Mercury. The, he was in Les Mis, but he was the comic relief in Les Mis. True. But it's still drama. And this would actually also be probably the first big dramatic turn for Todd Phillips. Because if you look at all the other films he's done, they're all heavy comedies. Yeah. It is, and I'm going to touch upon that later. Okay. Um, our cast, our main cast, includes Joaquin Phoenix. Are we doing a hot or not this in time? The time? Of are course. We, are doing um, our- Joaquin grew up in a cult. Of course he is hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course. 
Wait, I thought it was a commune. Children of God was a lot more oh, than good a point. It was a commune when his family was in it. Right. I think they got out before all of the sexual yes. abuse. Oh, that was all one Rose McGowan was in, right? Yep. Yes. It explains a lot, right? It does. River I love you some Rose McGowan. We cannot, mm-hmm. We're not going to dispage. We're not going to dispage. Does anyone remember what his name was before he went back to Joaquin? Oh wow. my God, I used to know it. Because remember, his brother was River, his sister's mm-hmm. Rain. Does anyone remember what his name was? Oh, what Stream? is his name? No. Nope. Hale? No, Ocean. he has a very... It's different, completely different. It's completely him. different. Oh, my God. What Stan. Is... No. no. Patrick. No, you can do it. Leaf. Leaf, yes. Leaf Phoenix. Leaf? Yes. Leaf. He was... <laughs> I mean, when your parents are hippies. Yes. Okay, wait. So, wait, are, so are, are we doing a she hot said or not hot segment? or not. What did you say? Okay, so in this film, I'm going to say not so much. He was... Way too skinny in this movie. Like, I mean, I understood the character, but from a hot or not perspective, I'm gonna say not in this particular movie. But like, if you take him back to like Gladiator days, wow, like, Gladiator with that totally. Caesar, like for real, yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would definitely pass. We know him there's on the not street. many people who you would say no to. We already know that. Wow, from last first time. of all, there's a lot of people I would say no to. We just keep seeing Lies. movies with people. Oh. I would oh. say. Everybody I know, right? Last week. I she mean, was checking out Joaquin's abs. That was a This was an ab moment yeah. for Joaquin. Abs or ribs. I, I can tell which are which. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. I mean, he worked for that physique. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> worked. Right. Does it count as Rob, work? hot or not? <laughs> no. Not. 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 Just although, in general? Although or? In general. No, just okay. this film, it's a no. But well, in, in life, g- yes. in general. In general. In in general. general. I mean, except except his his look in this, like counting his ribs and all that, gives me something to work for on my program. So I'll get that skinny. I don't think that's I don't want you to, to ever get that skinny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Ryan does either. I don't I don't want to get that skinny. No. It was gross. Yeah, it, force feeding you burgers, you get that skinny. Yeah, he's a no for me too. Um, although it's funny that you brought up the Gladiator days because I do like him from the Gladiator days. But fun fact about Gladiator: with him playing Joker, uh, now all the major cast members of Gladiator have played mentors slash origin story characters for all current DC superheroes so far. Russell Clo- Russell Crowe played Superman's father, Jor-el. Connie Nielsen played Wonder Woman's mother, Queen Hippolyta. I love her. And Jamon Honsu played Shazam, the wizard, and King uh, Riku in Aquaman. So uh-huh. Gladiator is now full DC fun. franchise. Wow. Fact. Wow, that's a very you. fun fact. That, wow. that was fun. like a deep dive on that I fun mean, fact. Wow, <laughs> talk about doing your research. I mean, I feel you put me I to shame for my fun facts last I week. I needed to keep up. <laughs> I just put my. I just went on IMDb. That's from IMDb, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Ryan. In this movie, even though there wasn't a gratuitous amount of tidy whitey scenes, I will still have to say no. There was a lot of tidy whiteys, weren't yes. there? Uncomfortable tidy whiteys. Yeah. Those yeah. saggy ass yeah, tidy whiteys. Granny panties. Which tidy we know whiteys. was the point. Yeah. Well, Uncomfortable I, looks like I took a dump in my yeah, underwear. Like they were tidy whitey. Can I just for the ask, life he was though, living. what was the time period that we to were in? To me, it said in the 70s. 80s. 80s. I was saying early to, 80s. I couldn't tell between, it was either was, late 70s I was or like th- 80s. No, the whole thing to me said late 70s. I felt like it wasn't quite 80s to me. Yeah. They meant to go 
started so they were cleaning going up. for that? Okay. Yeah, like, if you watch The Deuce, they did that same thing. It's, okay. like, early 80s when Times Square is just getting mm-hmm. cleaned up. We still saw, like, the shout-outs to porn and stuff yeah, like right. that. Because okay. they were them old for the looms, too. Yeah. Well, uh, I, knew it was, going... I knew we were at least 80s, but I wasn't sure... I was starting to hedge more seventies, especially from the clothing style. Yeah, they were going the clothing, late, that's the clothing and, the, and the cars. They were going the cars for cars. To me, said late seventies. Like they were going for late seventies, early eighties yeah. is so, what they were specifically yeah. going for, which is why the opening credit scene. You uh, saw the old of, Warner like, Brothers old, logo. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. right, right, right. Okay. Oh, we should probably also say at the beginning of every single one of our podcasts that there are spoilers galore here. That there is right. Not we're talking about a movie there. that we've already <laughs> seen. So if you're listening. You mm. should have seen it too. Right. And we're going to curse, so this isn't for your children either. No, Even no, though no. mine's is in the room, but that's <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> He's almost 18. Well, I listened to the last episode, and Ryan said, fuck you to everybody last episode. So, continuing on with our hot or not, Robert De Niro as Murray Franklin. Hey, Daddy. I mean, Robert has my heart from way back in the day, mm-hmm. so still. Mm-hmm. Robert Ken. I mean, I would, I would probably, I would, He's I wouldn't kick daddy. him out of bed. Mm-hmm. Shocking. I know, right? right. <laughs> oh, wow. Bobby D. Bobby D. Bobby no. D. God, when he was in Godfather, yes, but this movie, no. He's not my type. He's too daddy for you now. Way too daddy. See, and that's the reason why I would still go for him. Like right. I, I like he daddies. was hot when he was young. I, as uh, every year, I would, I would still do. Bobby. You know, I love a man that's just cranky as fuck. And Robert gives that. <laughs> Two like, peas in a pod, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> like, my cranky understands his cranky. Mm. You speak to each other. Yes. You speak cranky. Yes. Hot or not? No. 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 Not even when he was younger? No, I would still wouldn't want to say hello to his little friend. I'm good. Mm. That's Al Pacino, but okay. okay. No, not, not to me. Just not much ish. And then uh, Zazu Beats as Sophie Dumont. Oh, I love her. Mm-hmm. That was I his neighbor her. that he was yes. fantasizing, fantasizing about. Correct. She was real cute. She was really cute. cute in this one. I mean, she's yeah. always. I'd like to in, as Domino. I'm sorry. I'm not. In, I, I'm I not just, into women, but she's beautiful. Be. So that's what I was. That's where I was. That's what I was kind of. She's, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. She is. Yeah. She is. And if you follow her Instagram, it's so like. Not something you would expect from a working actress who's, like, her star is steady rising. She's mm-hmm. still like, hey, when I'm not acting, look at me. I'm going to start following her I now. I'm so gonna start following her. I would like to know what else she's been in. Yeah. She was Domino on Deadpool 2. Oh! And yeah. she's well, on Atlanta. Why I recognized yeah. her yeah. face. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She looked familiar, but I couldn't place yeah, her. Yeah, it was Deadpool Domino. 2. I don't mm-hmm. watch Atlanta, so. Yeah, she but she is in Atlanta along with... Um, Brian Tyree, who was also in this film, the admin as the assistant. Admin assistant. Okay. So they're both in Atlanta. Oh, Another that's fun why fact. He looked familiar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Francis Conroy as Penny Fleck. Oh, I yes. Like a bone. I mean, Balenciaga. Balenciaga. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could think about when I see her face. That's all I think about. It doesn't I just matter. Always be Myrtle. She Snow. is yeah. forever and always. See, I still remember her from Six Feet Under, and that's where oh, yeah. was my first. I never really watched Six Feet I Under. I didn't watch it either, but that's where I just remember her from because she I just stuck out. I watched the show, See, and she was good. Michael but yeah. C. She will always mm. more with Six Feet Under. Oh, yeah. 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 But yeah, Balenciaga was, you know, she, that, yeah. that's my girl. That, so yeah. hot that, or not? That, that was <laughs> I don't know. That bathtub I mean, scene. I'm, I was like, all right, right with the titties. All right, girl. I'm always going to support an older woman. So, yes, Francis, yes. I'm gonna well, just she's say a fantastic no. Actress. No, I wouldn't yeah. go by for her. 
I no. no I, I mean, no. but she's unbelievably amazing. Talent. Yeah. Well, an American horror story. But we're talking about a hotter. We're talking about hot or not. I I would have done her not. as Myrtle Snow. <laughs> you would have done. Her. No, because that were. amazing hair. Girl, we can go to Hollywood Boulevard right now and get you a real nice wig. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that's, come on, I you can go sell. buy for Francis. No, I'm good. I'll go buy for Sophia. It was it Sophie yeah. or Sophie? Forgive Sophie. Me. Sophie. Sophie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was. Zazu. Zazu. Oh, she's gorgeous. Zazu. I would go buy for her. And finally, Brett Cullen as Thomas Wayne. It's a no for me, dog. Yeah, yeah it's a no, no. for me. No, no. no Not my Sorry speed. if you're listening. None of us find you. <laughs> I mean, you're an amazing actor, yes. but yeah, we nobody wants to bang you. This here. movie didn't really bring out the sexy. Yeah, didn't. Yeah, didn't make me wet. Well, I'm good. Yeah, and and, I mean, and if it did, if it I think did, there would be a you need therapy. Well, this would be the movie that I would need therapy for. <laughs> that would be the on theme. Oh, my my doctor and I are going to have a serious conversation about this movie this week. It's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Like, so where shall we begin? He's the he is the oh de- definition God. of sanity in this movie, right? Or like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, beginning to end, I was really uncomfortable. The clown thing? Not just the clown thing. The clown thing was kind of the icing on the cake. The whole the whole movie just had me it was uncomfortable. It was it was disconcerting. Mm-hmm. Um I can't I can't really put it into words. Each scene, each situation, like I knew kind of where they were going and it really made me uncomfortable like to watch. And some of like some of the violence, we've seen worse. I mean, we see worse on The Walking Dead, but in the context of the scene and the context of the movie, it bothered me. Mm. It really did. Yeah, and I think that I mean, obviously, because I, I remember saying, because this is the second time I've seen this. The first time, I just felt like I was in one continuous cringe. Yes. Or or on the verge of a cringe. Yes. Well, you could tell from the beginning he was legit had mental issues. The thing that made me. The most uncomfortable, and this was in in the very little reading. I didn't do a lot of reading on this one because I knew you were taking care mm-hmm. of it free. Um, but in the little bit that I read about it, and and then going to see it, I ag- agree with a lot of it. Is that it made me feel very uncomfortable that I was empathizing with yes. that type yeah, of person. That that's yeah. another thing I that, had a problem with. Like it makes they he you definitely empathize with where he's coming from, but at the same time you know he's crazy. But they gave you all these reasons that put him in the place that he was, right. that kind of made him the person that he was, and that's I I thought it was a a really well done story arc as far as like. It's. It reminds me of a little bit of Wicked. I know it's a terrible. It's like not even a comparable. But the idea of Wicked of like what makes someone wicked? Sure. What makes someone a bad person? And it's you know how are you treated and what is your environment and what's around you? All of that informs you as a person and kind of creates who you are. Sure. And then you add in his his mother and her psychological issues and obviously his physical and emotional trauma as a child. And all of that is a recipe for what where he ends up. And it that like you understand it, but at the same time you don't approve of it. Right. See, I was it's funny you say that because I was sitting there watching the movie and I was actually saying during certain parts, like, I should have empathy for this person, but I don't necessarily have empathy for him. Like I was struggling to find that that yeah. empathy for this person. And I don't know, that could be because 
growing up with the Joker, you know, it just that right. in the, in the you foreground. Just know, you know yeah. where he's going to end up. Exactly. So, you yeah. already know he's a villain. Yeah. So right. Well, you know yeah. Not to have and empathy. then if you, it takes a special kind of person to actually kill without remorse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like right. the Joker in the comics is a violent criminal. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was uncomfortable with them trying to humanize and trying to get us to care about him it wasn't they weren't trying to actually i think that's why i didn't empathize with him as much Mm -hmm. because they weren't necessarily saying you need to feel sorry for this person (laughs) yeah like alphaba right Right. yeah Yeah. but it's it's not so much i guess when i say empathize it was like i don't feel sorry for him yeah i don't feel sorry for him but at the same time it's i like they gave you a very clear story of his life of yeah. here's how he ended up the way he was. Yeah, it was meant and, to be more of a character study. Right. It's, it wasn't so than, much, oh, feel bad for him. Yeah. Like, oh, all these it's terrible things happened to him. It's not his fault that he's evil. It's not his fault. But it's like, no, he's he's crazy, he's, psychopath, evil person. Has, they actually touch on that very briefly. I mean, if you caught it, it's actually building up to it. The moment where he realizes, where he's like trying to resist the entire time in the film, resist laughing because it's inappropriate. But when he realized, he thought it was a condition, he thought it was something wrong with him. The moment where he kills his mother and he realizes, no, this is just who I am. Right. Yeah. Where he get, basically he embraces the fact because he even commented on it at the hospital where he said, you know, I thought I'd feel bad, but I don't. Right. And he's kind of really started embracing the fact that he's right. just twisted. He's and he warned and people. Was, right. Yeah. Like that scene when he's sitting there with the social worker for the first time, mm-hmm. and he's he, like, he straight up listen. told her. Yeah. Well, well, before oh, that first, yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. time he told her, I felt like I was doing better when I was locked up. Exactly. He told your ass. That he was crazy and needed to be locked up. <laughs> right, Le- right. He did. He legitimately told them right. that. It was extremely painful to watch. I can understand why the general reaction to the film is very mixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because people understand the story they were trying to tell. Yeah. And some people appreciate it as a character study right. and the artistic side of it. And other people are like, I didn't need you to try and get me to empathize with this right. person. Like, well, there's glorify, that kind of split. Like, glorify the violence. Yeah. And, and are you, you know, seeing celebrating. A split? Hmm? Are you seeing a split? Are, like, are, like, are you talking about I've interviews seen both sides. or just. Yeah, I've seen, I've just I've a seen mixed bit, reviews I've been, on Facebook. There's a lot of people talking about yeah, People either love it or they hate yeah. it. And it's not so much, I wasn't seeing so much a love or hate. I was seeing, I get it and I enjoyed it and I thought it was a really well done film and it was a great character study and then i'm seeing the people like why would you try and paint this picture of this person and get me to sympathize with and empathize with them and and understand why they became a terrible person and try and get me to accept it and excuse it and like some people are taking it that that, way not a part of an origin story but i also kind of feel like huh that's Isn't that part of an origin story? You gotta understand the background. Kind of, yeah, I think but there I were, think that's the choice of of saying, well, he was abused as a child. Right. He came from a uh, like his mother, who wasn't really even his biological right. mother. His adopted mother was a nutbag and treated mm-hmm. him so, and he was beaten by her boyfriend as a child with severe head trauma, which yeah. causes massive psychological issues, especially at a at a young age. Like all of that, basically saying, well. If that hadn't happened, would he still be the same person? But I don't think it's saying that it's any less evil. I don't right. think. I don't think the commentary right. on that is that you know you need to excuse it. But the, I right. remember, and I think it was Vanity Fair as well online that they, they they had a debate between two of their critics. 
one on the side of of that and one of the on the other side of it and they they reading that debate was was long and extensive and way too much more information that we could bring up in this <laughs> right. but it spoke directly to what you talked yeah. about Ryan about people the critics being split down the middle about liking it versus not liking it but speaking of vanity fair were you able to pull up I the, have my uh, quote now oh, so this is <laughs> what this is what motivates the director so they did a cover story about Joaquin Phoenix and Phillips was there and he says, um, well, this I'll read the whole thing. It says Phillips had found it increasingly difficult, he says, to make comedies in the new woke Hollywood and his brand of irreverent bro humor has lost its favor. And I quote. Go try to be funny nowadays with this woke culture, he says. There were articles written about why comedies don't work anymore. I'll tell you why. Because all the fucking funny guys are like, fuck this shit because I don't want to offend people. Mm -hmm. It's hard to argue with 30 million people on Twitter. You just can't do it, right? With all the... Well, so you just go, I'm out. I'm out, and you know what? With all the comedies, I think... <clears throat> that what comedies in general all have in common is they're irreverent. So I go, how do I do something irreverent but fuck comedy? Oh, I know. Let's take the comic book movie universe and turn it on its head with this. And so that's really where that came from. And I feel like we, we've we seen this before, but a long time ago. The Joker is like this generation's falling down. Oh, and yeah. But falling mm-hmm. down was kind of like his day on fucking steroids. Yeah. And they just do it like, you know, maybe Michael Douglas's character was had a fucked up childhood. We didn't care. He was having a bad day. Everybody has a bad day. But then you find out he's this abusive asshole. And you're like, oh, shit. I was yeah. rooting for this guy, but he's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same experience a lot of people have with Joker. Like, yeah. you feel bad. Like, why are these kids fucking with him? Mm-hmm. Or... Damn, he's so impoverished. His mother has fed him this lie, which was it a lie when he finds that photo that Thomas Wayne yes, that wrote, made me question. I love, you know, nice smile or whatever, <laughs> love your smile on the back of his mother's photo. Like was there something there? Yeah. Is that really his father? Do we know that? I don't yeah, that's the thing is I was left like questioning still. Like I don't necessarily believe that he wasn't. And I don't believe necessarily believe that that they didn't have an affair or anything like that because I was almost, for a while, I was almost expecting, like, hit, um, when he got those um, documents when she was in the in Arkham, I was almost expecting to see Thomas Wayne's signature on something. Like a reveal yeah. that he was actually, yeah. But I think that was a very subtle reveal because they did say that, you know, they led you to believe that this was the story that the Wayne, you know, corporation concocted mm-hmm. to cover up you know, so they said he was adopted and all this kind of stuff. So that kind of makes sense. But I think that, you know, they, they intended to leave a lot of questions at the end of this film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, yeah, you got to make room for number two. Yeah, well, that, yeah. well, the, that. But it's, he said this is a one off. Yeah. Yeah, like, it is official. Not, Joker is he, never going to meet the new Batman. Yeah. Right. This is meant oh, really? to actually kick yeah. off the new DC Black Label. What's um, the DC Black Label? So it's basically. Gritty, grimy. It's kind of like uh, in the comic book world when they do oh, kind like of Logan. side stories and spin. Yeah. stories gotcha yeah logan oh yeah. i hope yeah. it's while exactly they're that. doing this they mm-hmm. bring in frank miller because nobody does like dc right. the way True. frank miller does yeah. dc like, as far as like joker it, in the comics i i mean is he supposed to be that that skinny lanky yeah no. he 
he's lanky yeah. in the comics. Yeah, this was I've a choice. Seen different variations. Okay. This was yeah. a choice that uh, was that his name in all the comics? No, actually here's the thing. It's like as much as everyone thinks they know about the Joker, there actually isn't much as far as his origin story. Yeah. Right. And in fact a lot of what people and also know he lies about all the damn time. Yeah, so. and what we know about his origin story are actually the things that were created in the films that we've watched. Mm-hmm. So we see the Jack Nicholson version where he falls into the vat of chemicals, which, fun fact, is at Ace Chemicals. And in the ending scene of this film, you see in the background the uh, porno film Ace in the Hole. Yes. <laughs> which actually also is a reference to Heath Ledger's comment uh, in when he played the Joker about having an ace in the hole and his was Harvey Dent. So there's another little tie-in fun fact over there. But yeah, but they, yeah all the, all the different the Joker stories that we've seen... <laughs> None of them are really lifted directly exactly. from the comics because there, there isn't, isn't one. They're the really, comics don't yeah. reference any they sort. Don't. Of, they do. They yeah. ever reference his real name? No. Okay, they so this don't. was just yeah. we we're going to pluck this name out exactly. of the ethers. Yeah, like the okay. Joker in the comics is just, just that's it. Yeah, he's and the he's clown just of crime. That's yeah, it. I'm just a surprised crazy they didn't decide. I know they just did a cartoon version of it, but what is it? The killing, the killing joke? joke. I'm yeah. surprised oh, yeah. they didn't. Decide to go with that for... They actually do reference the killing joke Mm -hmm. several times. Uh, The most prominent uh, throwback to it is when he's in Sophie's apartment Mm -hmm. and he says, I've had a bad day. That's lifted directly from the killing joke. And actually is because uh, it's the Joker's idea that everyone is just a, a one bad day away from madness. So yeah, that I that's agree. taken from the killing joke. Yeah, and so when you brought it up about falling down, you know, that's yeah. his one. That, right. that was his one day. <laughs> you epitomize that too. Okay. So in other words, don't talk I to you tomorrow. I am always one fucking day from losing <laughs> my shirt. So do not talk to her tomorrow. Right. Oh no, I start a new job tomorrow, so I'll be okay. Oh yeah, if you saw her like when she was dealing with this a last week job, ago. Oh. There, there was oh, a moment. Now. There was a the touch day and that go we moment. were recording the last <laughs> podcast. So we're not sending you to Arkham right yet. No. Okay. No Arkham for me. Sorry. Can you stop Sorry, Joker I'm laughing, please? I'm but really I'm not laugh. trying. Speaking of his laugh, was one of the things I did read about it was that he, um, Joaquin Phoenix actually auditioned his laugh specifically yes. for the director. Like, he called did. him over oh. and said, I need, like, I, this has to be the perfect laugh. And he spent forever trying to perfect it and like auditioned his laugh yes. for the director to make sure that it was right and it took him a long time to get there. And he actually has the uh he has three laughs. Three distinct yeah. He had the um uh the one of the guys laugh and then there was the uh the condition laugh and then there was basically his real laugh like whatever. But yeah, so he actually the laugh was very specific and mm-hmm. and I and honestly that's when I first really started to see how amazingly nuanced his performance yeah, was. Yeah, absolutely. Because the laugh from the very, very beginning, well, first it's disturbing, and you expect it to be disturbing because it's the Joker. But then you can actually see in his face how he's trying not to laugh. Yeah, like he's that's actually, what I noticed. Yeah. From the first time when he was when we first cut to him and he's laughing yeah. with the social worker, yeah. and you're like, what? what the fuck is he laughing yeah. about? And you don't get it, but you're like, he's struggling. He, like, he literally looked like he was, yeah. he couldn't not laugh. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it was almost painful. And it almost sounded painful. like crying. Right. Yeah. And it was like, that was so unsettling because you didn't understand it until later, until he did the thing on the bus and he gave the card. And yeah. then, you're, then you understood. And then it evolved even further later on in the movie, exactly to your point, Free, that you said when mm-hmm. like he had that moment where he realized that it wasn't a condition. Right. Like he's not ill. 
that's just him. Exactly. And I noticed from that point on, he also didn't have any other laughing exactly. fits. Exactly. From that point on, mm-hmm. his laughter was just it just it happened. was is. And I noticed that seeing it the second time much more. Yeah. Knowing that. And I you see the that. difference. I caught yeah. that at, like tw- like later on. I was like, mm-hmm. he hasn't had any more episodes. like painful laughing mm-hmm. episodes because he's embraced it, and that's just like. And now when he laughs, it's just whatever. It's yeah. who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And like he, like that said. T- like his performance is. I I understand why everybody was like, just give him all the Oscars. Yeah, right yes. now like, it was a brilliant performance. Wow, in my opinion. Really was. Yes. And he's I like love one of the, the best that, method actors that oh, we have. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that this movie isn't going to be looked at as a comic book movie. No, no, no. which no. I really love because it's really set in like a realistic portrayal. It's not in some fictional random far off no. land. Right. There's no Gotham's fantastic. Real? It is real. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, yes. but um, you know what I mean. Like it's just it. It was set in such a, a real universe, and it's so grounded in reality, which is why right. it's so disturbing. Yeah. Right, which is why you feel so on edge about it because of just how close to reality it is. Well, that's the thing is I also think hopefully it opens people's minds to mental health and mental issues. Oh, that is a real yeah. thing. And like, also, it, I mean, it's a real thing. ties in, you know, everything current, that's going on current right events, now. bullying, the and, and the, all yeah. the yes. rich and the poor. Like, yeah. There's so, so much social commentary that I don't think is, they they didn't create the movie as, a, as no. social commentary, Yeah, but just by writing a compelling story, it mm-hmm. is reflective. social. It's mm-hmm. reflective what, of reality. But that was what was funny to me because he would said, "No, I'm not political," but it could not be more political in this right. movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. There were political overtones. Yeah, but it, it was all political. But, yeah, but, yes. but the character himself had no intention. No, like yeah. no intention. He's an anarchist, right. and He's just and like, and an unintentional anarchist. Yeah, right. What I loved about he wasn't it. even no, trying. He came it from just him happened. just. Whatever happened, like, and that that's was actually that's actually in, in, at least yeah, that's what they're saying was the intent of the film. It wasn't intended to be, you know. When they wrote this, they wrote this like two years ago, mm-hmm. um, so it was just barely after Trump got elected. But because it was set in the late seventies, early eighties, that was kind of what the temperature was politically, um, and so it kind of just mirrored that. And it just it just so happens that it makes it that much yeah. more relevant now yeah. uh, because of what's happening at this moment there's no way they could have predicted that this was going to be what was happening at the time that the film came out but it's just it it's, it's it speaks to it it's a very timely mm-hmm. film even mm-hmm. if they didn't intend it to be that yeah, way for sure yeah. and if you 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 i remember tiff turned to me at the end of the film and she's like or towards the end she's like whatever nods he gets he deserves it every nod every oscar everything every award and i agree he he you can see how good the performance is, like how, oh, how believable it is. Yeah, I couldn't not have in the back of my mind watching it. This is not the movie anybody thought it would be. Not at no. all. No, not no. This is anything. not the movie I thought it would be. It was at all. like, dark. and <laughs> I, and I it I was kind of like, I'm so glad that it's so it's such a fantastic film, right? Because hopefully, generally. Maybe people won't be so quick to judge movies going forward. Um, they're never going to stop. They're never well, going to stop. Like, like, yeah, they're well, never no, I'm not, I mean, the public will. But I mean, I think there are great movies and the great stories that don't ever get to be told in the industry because so of many. because too many people will be like, oh, 
I know what that's going to be, and it's not going to sell or whatever. Whether it's oh, industry people it's or a whatever, comic book movie. Yeah, or you know, he could have made this movie and not not told anyone it was about the Joker until literally it was about to be released True. and said, "Oh, by the way, this movie is called Joker." Mm. Like they literally could have done that, and it probably would have been like a completely different press push mm-hmm. and like advertising because it would have been about this like character study about this mentally ill person really and blah is. blah blah yeah. and if they just slapped the joker name on it at the last second everybody would have been like wait it's what because they've taken a character from the comics to do this movie the academy is probably going to overlook them not true heath i don't ledger think so because heath ledger won yeah. posthumously for playing the joker I don't yeah. know that they'll do it again. Wasn't he the only Heath Ledger was the only Oscar given from a comic yeah. book movie until Black Panther won some stuff? I think so. Yeah. And that was the only other and Black that was Panther a, didn't win any acting Oscars. Not acting, not but they start yeah. they Black Panther was the, the one of the designer. first comic book movies to win anything other than Heath Ledger's win. Like yeah. none of the other comic yeah. movies like really ever won anything. Or was even in the running for Yeah, any like they weren't even nominated. And then suddenly Heath Ledger gets his 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 for nomination and his win for playing the Joker. And then we went how many more years until Black Panther came along and everybody was like, Wow, a comic book movie. Well, that movie was it's really good. Film. No, but I mean yeah. like people are like, Wow, comic book movies are good. But yeah, th- this will definitely be a departure for it. And I actually think, I actually think, knowing knowing the Academy the way that I do, they are going to, in the very least, give him a nomination. Yeah. I agree because it's I hope it, so. because it doesn't look like a typical comic right. book movie. Right, right. Unfortunately, and, th- yeah. But it, uh, and 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 the work really that went into. I mean, he purposely. This is what was interesting as I was doing the research on it. Um, you know, you'd expect a, a method actor to go in and do the research of all these types of conditions and all this to to try to create this character that's so that's that's completely disturbed. But what he did was he he researched like all different kinds, so that would be so complex that not even a psychiatrist could decide what type of condition he has. It was meant to be, and in fact, that laughing condition doesn't exist. It's not real. Well, it's a form of Tourette's. That, that, right. Yeah. Right. But it's it, a form it, of Tourette, but something of, specific to the to laughter. The laughter but, it doesn't exist. But yeah, his um, mom told him it was a condition. His mom right. told him. And what mama says goes. Which kind of, which kind of, you know, just speaks to what built him to the way that he was. Um, but yeah, he just, and in fact, he even attributes some of the craziness to having all that weight loss. You joke, Tiffany, about wanting to, you know, have these body goals, but this is what it took. Ab goals. You know, <laughs> they say it was an apple a day. But he said it wasn't just an apple a day. You've also got lettuce and steamed green beans. That was it. That's, That's all, all he ate. He That's ate. all he ate. That's all he ate. Wow, um, I only wanted to drop 20, but... Well, if you were going to pay like millions of dollars, like one apple, we'll call, I'll slice it up. We'll I'll call it see how long over... But it was it was definitely in much faster than it was healthy to. He, yeah. right. he lost 52. 52 pounds. Um, but crazy. then he commented on how he was trying to resist. I know how I'm getting my last 52 pounds There you off. go. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he stated at the Venice Film Festival where this film actually won the top honor, the Golden yeah. Oh, Lion. That's cool. Yeah, um, he stated that he wanted his version of the Joker to be extremely complex, so he did extensive research on various personality disorders, disorders so that even psychiatrists would not be able to identify what his character was. He also added that even the filmmaker and Phoenix himself 
We're in the process of discovering new aspects of the character and his personality up until the very last day of sh the shooting. So they were basically, this was a very organic character study. Like they were finding it as they were going. And there were even the reports of like moments where he would literally just stop shooting and walk off set because he needed to find what the Joker in that scene or what Arthur in that scene was. And then once he figured it out, then he could come back and shoot again. Uh, except the only person he never, he ever walked, he never walked out on was Robert De Niro. It was the only person he didn't walk out on. Yeah, but it's probably does probably better. Anybody ever idea. walk out on Robert De Niro? Nobody idea. walks not, on not, Robert. Not, not, I mean, not and live to not so and live to tell about it. I don't. Think. <laughs> his hallucinations were creepy. Ooh, his hallucinations yes. were very creepy because yeah. like I'm, that relationship. I thought she was, was really hanging with him. I, yeah, I, I thought, thought so too. Like, like, oh, was she like, likes wait. him. Oh, he's got a girlfriend. That's right? cute. It and then it's all in his mind. I'm like, whoa. And it felt believable. Like she was, she was sassy. Yeah, it was very. Me. Yeah. When he went back after he shot the guys on the subway, and he went back and like barged right into her room and started kissing her, and you know that like that's where it started. You know that it's like it's weird. Why is she responding well, she, to him? Yeah. Why yeah. does she want to be with him? And you're questioning it, but at the same time they portray it so realistically yeah. mm -hmm. and don't really give you any hints. But at that moment, I was like, this doesn't seem right. I'm not saying I knew, but at the, like when they revealed, I was like. Uh, because yeah, it was not yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. why it all just kind of felt weird. Like, why was she always with him? I like the way him? they handled it. Yeah, I do too. See, I thought of something. Like, I felt something when I when he went back and to, like opened the door and just started kissing her, and it goes from there. Like, I felt like because after he murdered those people. Um, he went into the bathroom, did his interpretive dance, and right. then and then his dick got hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, that's what I thought they were trying to show. Yeah. Is that like okay? He leaking because he's so turned on. <laughs> yes, and that's why he needed to go get his dick wet, and that's because he was so turned on by killing somebody. Yeah. And that's when I lost full empathy for him. But I mean, that's but, that was just another indication of what they were saying about how this was intrinsic to who he was as a person. Mm -hmm. You know, and those were the clues that they dropped that they're not trying to get you to empathize with him you're just trying to see this man was twisted from the get-go yeah. yeah the scene where they're he's hallucinating again that conversation between the young version of his mother and the doctor oh, yeah. and he's standing in the room yeah like that was so heartbreaking yeah. just like her character she didn't well, like the, had a full the, the younger break. actress that played his mother like the younger version of his mother mm -hmm. i was that that was that little snippet of performance I thought was amazing. She yeah. Was, yeah. She, like, that was a broken person. Yeah. Like, she, when she, she said, snapped. I never heard him cry, he was I, always so happy. Yeah. yeah. Like, her. And she called him happy. Mm -hmm. That act, like, whoever that actress is, I that was, I was. Let's turn to Google. Free. Come on, Google Can you, I, that IMDb. Up. Hook that up. <laughs> um, but that stood out to me. That scene from a story standpoint, mm -hmm. but also just her performance in that moment, that really drove home he was a child when she was like that. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, he was fucked from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, like, no chance of being signed a off person. on that adoption. Well, that's for real. what I'm saying. Who signed off on that? I don't know. That's, that's why, why I don't think he's questioning. Adoption. That's why I'm questioning. Yeah. That's why I still think it's Thomas Wayne. And I think. Was it really? He I has think, the power. I think to he do broke her, Arthur's mother. What's her name? Penny? Well, Penny. 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 And, and yeah. you know, I did have a, I wondered if, you know, when they were like, oh, her boyfriend beat her and beat him. Mm. If, if it, it was wasn't Thomas? It was Thomas. 
And I think that's the whole point is we're yeah. not supposed to know. Like there isn't going to be an answer. He was a dick. He was a dick. He was an he asshole. Was a dick. Well, he, he was an asshole. Arthur in the face. So he yeah. is yeah, like who somewhat throws prone hands at a movie like that yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah, I've yeah. never thrown hands like that. So at her movie. name is Hannah Gross. Yeah. Um, and she's done. I mean, I think this is the biggest thing she's done. Uh, currently, because I'm sure she'll be doing uh, more now. Yeah, yeah. I she think has after to. this, that definitely gets kind of put She her was in yeah. Fat Tuesday, Dead Wax, a TV. It was a TV series. She was in The Sinner, which was on USA. Oh, The Sinner was good. Um, yeah, she was in eight episodes of The Sinner. Shit, I didn't even recognize her. But you know, so she did have a kind of a familiar face to me. To be honest with you, mm. I didn't recognize her at all. I just was impressed. I wonder <laughs> if she was Jessica Biel's sister in The Sinner. Uh, the name of the character that she played in The Sinner was uh, Mar- Marin Calhoun. Oh, she was in season two. Okay. Fuck. Oh, she yeah. looks completely different. That is not what she looked like in The Sinner. <laughs> Didn't even recognize well, her. For her, I have to give kudos is to she, casting. That's the same one in Mindhunter? To, uh, she was in Mindhunter. She's the girlfriend in Mindhunter. Debbie Mitchell. She's her name. Yes, you don't She's even in fucking recognize Are you her. Serious? No way. She, what? Mindhunter. She was um, She was the girlfriend in season one. She was the girlfriend in season one on Mindhunter. She, she played Debbie girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, girl went back to acting school and said, fuck y'all, watch <laughs> me do this. Like, damn. Wow. Well, I mean, she was okay in Mindhunter. She wasn't terrible. But, but, she but that was it. for real. Whoa. Oh. I wouldn't have even thought that was the same fucking oh, person. Oh my God, I just blew my mind. Like, just so you know, they are, uh, Tiff and Ryan are violently pointing at each other right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling in a social uh, worker right now. Right now. So right fucking now. Cost so PS the, as well. There's so then, child on the subject of the social worker, then here's the question: There is some speculation as to whether or not this entire film actually existed. We know that there is a lot of delusions that happened throughout the story as we watched it, but as the film end, end in, ended oh, in Arkham, in Arkham. Um, and there's that that uh, reference to how he had been in Arkham before, quote unquote. Um, and the scene of him banging his head against the door of mm-hmm. his of his you know oh, white room. So was the whole was the film whole thing a delusion? Wow, was the whole thing a delusion? Because there's a moment where he says to her and he's laughing, and the social worker asks, you know, you know, would you tell me the joke? And What's he's so like, funny, you wouldn't yeah. get it, right? Well, she did get she it. She got something. She did get something. That red on her shoes wasn't no Louboutin shoes on the bottom. Well, that's what exactly. I was, I mean, was that the intent with the very, very final scene of him walking with, leaving the bloody footprint? Was that he just killed her? I think I, so. I got that. That's how I read it. I'm like, you I mean, never tell for sure. Right, that's I mean, what I was, was wondering. Was he hallucinating that? Right. <laughs> and then like getting chased back and forth by the orderly or whatever, but like. I, the, that's an interesting point that you made. Because he should have been walking is, alone. It leaves you questioning what of any of it was real. And and so I think if you tie it in, let's just, assuming that the whole thing was a delusion, and at the end of the delusion he is uh, raised up and, and worshipped, um, and he finds himself and in essence is released, quote-unquote, is this a delusion that leads to his escaping Arkham? That might that that kind of is and and they wanted this to be very open ended in right. that way and leave the audience to decide for themselves what happened. Or maybe it's, part of it could be real, part of it could be delusion. I mean, give some explanation as to why he has that vendetta against the Waynes. Yeah, I don't even, I didn't even think about it from that standpoint until mm-hmm. you mentioned it. That right. it's like it just <laughs> makes my head hurt. It's very, it's very it re- it reminds How me of all the conversation that happened right after Inception. 
when everybody was like, what was real and what Inception. wasn't. I was thinking that movie in my head. I was like, don't do and that I kept, to me. And I kept saying Conception. I was like, yeah, no, not yeah. Conception. <laughs> that is That's also confusing but for it, some people. It, you saying that, that immediately made me think, it, it, it kind of reminds me of it from us in a similar way, you know, walking away from the movie you're supposed to have a lot of questions. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that was totally a, the intent with this movie. I have a diary entry full to, of questions. Yes, I'm sure. Well, you, you do every day. Say, does so. it look like it's Arthur's right. journal? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> no, it does not look like his journal. Oh, my God. His um, handle of the English language was so annoying. That sense. But that hurt. that was intentional. Of course. I know. And it intentionally hurt my fucking eyes. <laughs> I didn't. I can't. But I can't it changes read the meaning that. of the sentence. <laughs> it does. Yeah, though. That's the whole like, point. I think that makes Hope it, it makes that much. Sense. As a joke, it's like it's such got such a very deep meaning to it. Is like where he's talking about, you know, I hope my death makes more sense. Well, okay, sense as in does it makes it, it makes more sense as in, in it makes sense to people, or makes sense as in makes money. But then what does that say then if he says that his, his life is only worth sense? As opposed to dollars. Oh, there's yeah, there's so much. Yeah. There's so like, many. There's levels. so much to unpack in this yeah. whole entire movie. <laughs> okay, um, like for the never writers, ending. What are you dealing with in your life? Well, the right. That's the director. The director, director wrote Silver, the whole thing. So. Yeah. What are you guys going through? Like, just let us know. Do you have a therapist? They made a comment about to the toxic masculinity because if yeah. the you know the three guys the Wall Street guys, you know they were the epitome of toxic masculinity, yeah. mm-hmm. and then beating up on Arthur, who is you know this really this weak in their eyes anyway, and then they suddenly get shot. You know they they, they talk about, and I think that goes to what you were talking about where they were saying you know what that's not funny anymore yeah, or that, that people can't laugh culture. yeah that woke culture so i think that kind of i mean in a way it can be vindicating in that you're killing the toxic masculine well that's why when you have like the crowd like rally with him like the whole city rallied with him for killing these assholes mm-hmm. and like people that's kind of like another political statement is like people are tired of this shit like you better keep a dick in your pants watch what you say to who you say it to and behave yourself yeah, but the thing is, people didn't know that part of it. Remember, they were talking about how they were just these guys, these Wall Street guys who, who Super, these very good successful. boys, how we the, have the big wigs trying to protect True. the rich. Right, right. Exactly. exactly, exactly. Because everybody else is clown, a clown if you're not successful. Yeah. Right. Or didn't go to school or get a degree. It's a whole it's lot. lot. It's a lot. That's going to be a film school. This is going to be a film school. Yeah. Yes. They're going to be picking this part of film. Yeah. Part of Joaquin's performance, years. you see his personality evolving and changing yeah. to a weak person to, lie, to this strong person. Still crazy yeah. as hell, but a, you know, a stronger sense of of his of himself. When he came out on the talk show and they like pulled the mm, thing back and he kind of posed and he walked yes. out and you were like. Oh boy, that's a whole. Like, oh shit! It's a completely shit. different person. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he yeah. had. That was like his. He like, wasn't nervous his at all. Aha moment. Butterfly coming out of the cocoon moment. That really was. Yeah. Um, when it he was, tossed the cigarette. Yeah, when mm-hmm. he was. Yeah, he came out <laughs> and he like, and he just like flicked it, at, like. And that was in a. I was so on tired of smoking. Smoke. Look, he was smoking smoking in a hospital. That's how I knew it was at least the eighties. Yeah, smoking yeah. in a hospital. <laughs> he's smoking in every room, everywhere that he's ever been. Yeah. But that he also made me. Anywhere. That also makes me wonder. It's also part of like questioning how much of it was real. Mm-hmm. Because would he really been lighting up a cigarette literally everywhere? I know in the time. 
you kind of smoked everywhere. Could, could you but, still smoke in a hospital back But then? you could, I mean, you were smoking, yeah. smoking in a hospital. You put really? the freaking yeah. cigarette out on, on the, the floor. floor of the hospital. Yeah. Like, there were like, things like that that there stood was out a to kid me. in that the room on oxygen. He should not well, smoke. <laughs> and that, like, I didn't, I just noted, like, the whole movie, I was like, God, he's smoking everywhere. He's just smoking all the time. My lungs But hurt then when you, smoking. I know, right? Yeah. But when you, when, when you finally of kind of made me think about it from a standpoint of how much of it was real, was real yeah. and how much of it was just in his head, that also plays into the idea of maybe it wasn't, none of it was real because yeah. there's just so many things that felt out of place. Mm-hmm. Was his mom dead the whole time? <clears throat> yeah, like as his mom was, like all of it could have been just a hallucination in his at mind Arkham. at Arkham. Yeah. And you, you then you can't even parse what was real from what was See, from what was thing, like, his hallucination. I didn't even think about that. Like I, 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 I knew he was now. delusional, and until you you fucked me up when you said that because <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I, I didn't said. even That's think about that. Yeah, because that puts a whole, a new whole set different of questions perspective. In my head. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I didn't even think about is the whole thing in his head. Because right. then you have to try to put in place. Okay, so they mentioned that he had been here before, and then this the clip of him banging his head against the door. Yeah, he's an adult. Yeah, I mean, you're going right. to call the clerk, and then you're going to tell them you're, you're so-and-so's name. They're not going to have your record. Right, and then, and then asking the guy, exactly, and then asking right. the guy, like, how does one get in here? Like, right. Well, yeah. how did you well, there was, you were I in mean, there before. Like, I want to, I really want to, I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. With that idea, because then you'll, you know, looking at it from that vantage point and you'll with that perspective, things. you're, everything's going to come across differently and you're going to notice mm. things differently and question, okay, so does that prove that it was real or does that prove that it was a Because here's another thing for me that, that really, especially the second time, did you know, did you catch that whole report about the super rats? Yes. Yes. So yeah, they're this supposed the to super cats, right? And they're what allegedly the... well, okay. So they talked about how they're these now super rats, which are basically these giant rats, oversized, like giant version of rats. They appear three times in the film, which I actually had to really look for. I just saw the ones. Which time behind Bruce? Behind Bruce at the end. Parents. So there's yeah. yeah, there's the one behind That's Bruce. That's the main one that I saw. And there was but what was one... the significance of these rats? Well, that if we're talking about you know how much of this was real, how much of this was delusional. You know, is this part of the delusion? Is this part of the fact that it's not real? You know, is the creation of this, you know, fiction? Well, now, super is Batman even real or is it all created by the Joker? Is Batman just a figment of his imagination? Yes. Are the no, ones Batman even real? was real. He was just a kid. He was just a kid. Well, he maybe he just was lonely. An only child, he wanted a little brother. <laughs> And then his daddy didn't want him. But that's so the thing. Take yeah, down that's, the so if, is that all a figment of his imagination? Because if, if that is the case, if he really was, I mean, that's just too much for me. I can't. I can't. Well, no, there has yeah. to be. There has Does to. Does Batman be. exist? Rob's brain is melting right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to double check and make his sure. Brain. As long as Wonder Woman melting. exists, we're good, right, Rob? <laughs> oh yeah, don't mess with our Wonder Woman. <laughs> but the uh, uh, the because the, then that 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 goes back to the question. Like, so then that does that mean they're half brothers? Him it and would Bruce, not be some shit, right? And wow. this is the first film where it makes a reference where he could be related to Bruce Wayne. That which would, which would, well, that's what made me wonder because I don't. Over Hannah. Oh, is like, that her? Yeah. I am still right. in awe. Like, girl, I can see I did not recognize Could not stand her in season two of The Sinner. <laughs> Hated her in fucking mind. I did not even recognize her. Hannah Grove. Hannah Grove. Who plays Young who plays Penny, young in Penny Joker. In, as she is uh, in, in Mindhunters. Wow. She was really good in Mindhunters. Speaking of her, though, like casting. Did a really good job because I she resembled Francis Conroy, yeah, yeah, and cinematography did a great job from that angle 
they got her eyes to oh, where it yeah. looked like maybe her eyes were a little wonky, like Frances Conroy. Mm-hmm. Like it just so you could see she was beat too. Like yeah, she had a shiner. Yeah. It was kind of like what we talked about with it, with casting the younger and the older versions oh, of yeah. the characters. Yeah. In this film, they did the same thing. They they really found someone who had a very close resemblance to the older character. The the they pitched the pitched the movie with a budget of thirty five million. And they actually came to about fifty five million and that's before all the promotion and, and anything like right. that. Um so uh with with overall, you know, they it's they're gonna make a lot of money. Yeah, oh, wasn't yeah. it just Thursday night? Was it ten million alone on Thursday night? It was like Thursday and Friday it was already at like like twenty, thirty million or something between the first two days or yeah. something like that. Because so <laughs> I was looking for just Thursday night and I heard it was like ten to fifteen million. They're breaking on even just Thursday night. Oh, easily. They're yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be a big a big hit for Warner Brothers. Oh, tell us about the whole thing with the DC logo. You 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 teased that when we were leaving the theater. I mentioned that that it was the that they're kicking off DC uh, DC Black Label. Oh, um, that's what at the end of the so movie that's purpose, they show the they DC logo. They purposely did not oh. show the DC label at the beginning that, yeah. because they didn't want it to be tied in with the DCEU. This is specifically meant to exist outside of the DCEU. Right. Um, so you will never see this version of the Joker interacting with Batman. You'll never see him interacting with anybody else. This is a standalone. This is their Logan. Well, see, this right. makes me sad, though, because I was really going watching this. I was thinking, like, okay, we're going to get explanations on the second movie. And you're telling me they're not going to get a second movie? No. no. Well, no. if it does really well with the money, money talks, we may get our second movie. So do we have any any other fun facts to share about this film, Free? There's an awful lot of fun facts. And there are some things, I mean, as I... there's. They, IMDb had no shortage of fun facts, um, including things like. Uh, Bill, I want to know how many packs of cigarettes he smoked during this movie, making of this movie. I like the detail in the makeup because you could see on his fingertips, like when people smoke a lot, they have this like oh, yeah. browning his, his on their teeth. fingertips. I noticed that right at the beginning, yeah. his oh, teeth his was brown. His fingers really are just like that all the time. Yeah. I was like, please He's, let that be CGI. Isn't he a I, smoker no. in real life? He is. He recently started, he recently quit. He went under, um, he did hypnotherapy or something mm-hmm. to stop smoking. I but for eating. That um, those fingertips are his. That's probably real. Oh, his, yeah, those are his. Oh, his fingers. The close-ups on his fingers gross me out. He bites, bites his nails. nails. Yeah, <laughs> he bites his nails. Yeah. Speaking of his smile, though, I loved at the very end when he the gra- took the blood yes. and smeared it into a smile. I was yes. like, yes. Yeah. That was beautiful. That was like, like that was the, the final moment, the birth mm-hmm. of of Joker as we know Joker. Agreed. Like I like, I thought this was an amazing movie. I feel similar about it in a completely different way, but similar to seeing Midsummer. That <laughs> it's it was an amazing movie, but I don't know if I would say I liked it. Like I don't know if I can True. say I enjoyed the movie. I was fascinated. I was yeah. impressed. I was. It moved me. It like I Isn't I took a part something of away from it, it though. Well, well, but but I, I can't say. Oh my god, that was I loved seeing the movie. Like I. I kind of want to see it again just to see it from a different no, perspective. Exactly. So here's the thing. But I don't know if I really want to see it again because it was it was tough to see. It was which tough to is, sit through. I had to, which is why seeing it the second time, I almost didn't come with you guys today because of how hard it was to sit through the first time. Yeah. And I asked myself, do I want to put myself through that a second time? But because I was doing all this research, I now was looking at it, and this is this will talk to that point that you're asking about. I was looking at it now from a much more technical standpoint rather than 
the enjoyment of the film aspect. So I was enjoying now the technical, critical side of things. There were still moments I literally had to close my eyes or turn away or avert my eyes. Tiffany was watching me, catching me, like, close my eyes. And when she saw me, like, just turn my head, she started to hide her face. I go, no, no, no. I'm preemptive. (laughs) Just watch. Because I didn't want to take it away, like, especially the killing scene with Randall. When he just Ooh, that that wails really on him. Intense. Yeah. intense. Wow. That was so intense. I and those special But you were supposed effects. to feel happy for him when he lets the little... That was... Whatever the piece was term a is. That was levity. so uh, incredibly done yeah. of this vicious, visceral beating, murdering someone. And yeah. it was so realistic. Yeah. And then to finish the scene with the Humor. little man having to ask him to... Oh, my... The the dichotomy of those two right. was so well written. Like, I thought was he was so going to die. I thought that's why he did the chain on purpose. Well, like, I didn't. Yeah, Tiffany hit the nail on right. the head, though. Tiffany hit the nail on the head in the film. She actually said he was the only one that was nice to him. Boom. Right. That was exactly yes. the line yes. right. that, that Arthur gave. Kindness right. can save your fucking life. Exactly. I and will be kind of. Well, no. I'm screwed. You're like, kinda, <laughs> you ain't kind of nobody. It's like, don't even bother finishing that sentence. <laughs> like, I we mean, you were very kind when we met. I was. It's because he doesn't know you. He's he says what surprise. He's kind to people he doesn't. It's when I'm shitty towards you. It's when you know I'm your friend. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I operate in the same way. It was. It was the first time you met him. Why do you think I sat down next to, next to dinner? I said like, we're gonna get real close tonight. So uh, while we're on this, there's a lot of obviously a lot of clown references. Right. Um, oh shit. Not just that. because it's the joke. Yeah. Ask Rob about all those clowns. But I was yeah, thinking Rob, like I'm sorry. His makeup. Sorry, I was like Rob is sitting through another clown movie. When he is I'm, on the subway running away from the cops and, and there's and all everyone's people got in makeup you want to be the, on that subway with you that the is masks. my fucking nightmare somebody went inside my head <laughs> and found what I was scared of and found one of my nightmares and put it on film Robert's never taking the subway yeah. right can we talk about the claustrophobia in that apartment that oh, yeah. apartment was so claustrophobic well yeah. when they would sh- when they shot did that shot where he's watching the television while he's dancing around with the gun and shit? Mm-hmm. The framing of yeah. that shot is so fucking claustrophobic. Well, a lot of it, it made me was so disturbing, though. Oh, when he was doing his interpretive dance? Yes, with the gun and then in shoots the, a in hole the in the fucking wall. Yeah. Watching a war movie, oh, mom. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, not the bathroom. Okay. Not right if you shoot. Yeah, yeah. Watching. but there was a lot of claustrophobia. I mean, this, even looking up at the staircase that he had to go up. Every yeah. single day, yeah. The way that we I like what the the staircase. staircase really symbolizes. You see him, his depressing life, and when he comes down those stairs, that was yeah. the only time we saw him. And then come he ran down. for the popo. Oh, he, that's right. Was when he, he was is. he was owning it. Right? He was yeah. like, "Yes, bitch, I'm a bad bitch dancing on these that's wet right. steps." Every other time we had to watch him walk <laughs> yeah. up the steps. Yeah, <laughs> he was exactly. not dragging was, those feet coming down. Mm-hmm. I, I have to give so they many. They were kudos. sending in the cra- the clowns. So many kudos to what's his name that wrote and. Directed. Todd Phillips. Thank you. Picking it apart like that and just like finding all those moments, mm-hmm. it's such an amazing piece of filmmaking. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just so th- well thought of. I like, would venture so to see through. it the second time and be like, okay, this was wrong and this was wrong. <laughs> you know this what? Was this, this was, was one wrong. of the first movies I've seen in a long time that I actually could just sit and take in the film without overanalyzing it. Without from a te- from like a technical like post-production mindset of like, oh, what do I hear? So things that are weird or whatever. Would like, you do that the second time you saw it? Probably not because Lies. it was w- it was so well done. I didn't like nothing stood out as a problem, like technically a problem. 
it so I was I didn't get distracted by the production, and I wasn't um, looking for anything like continuity issues or anything like that. Right, I, well, or I something didn't unexplained. Well, yeah. we have goofs. I'm we sure there are plenty goofs of goofs. From IMDb. Um, all the things that we've talked about and things that I didn't even think about or catch, like the stair, like him going up the stairs every time. Yeah, like it's just you, it makes you wonder how much of that was actually like thought about. Like we're gonna have him climbing the stairs every mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. until this moment. Like was that an intentional choice in his script, or was that something that happened and they went, "Oh my god, what a perfect way!" Like just in the edit, they realized, "Oh, let's like have it go it. like this." It's a combination of both. So because they actually talk about. Um, there would be, especially because of the weight loss. There's, there was not much time that they could really right. have. In I did terms read of, that that they had to. They had to do a lot. Everything of, was. And there like were a lot quick. of scenes that they actually like wrote, then did immediately after writing. Right. Um. So yeah, it, like when I was saying that it was a very organic process. This whole film was a very organic right. process. So Joaquin worked very closely with Todd Phillips in in creating this whole character right. and the whole the whole story feel of the film. Yeah. Um, and if we're talking about goofs, on the subway in the stand in the station, Arthur fires seven shots from the revolver. I did catch that, but and it's it only, only a six shooter. Six. It only holds six, and he's never reloading. Because at the end, I was like, "How many bullets did he fire?" And he already fired five, and then he shoots two more into him. And I was yep. like, "That that's, that's too, too many. many. That's yep. too many." So the film actually takes place in 1981. So they do 1981? have... 1981? 1981. That's their film? Okay. Um, the Energizer Bunny is shown in TV advertisements, but in real life, the mascot wasn't introduced until 1988. Okay. Um, in the beginning, Arthur is seen flipping his advertising sign, but this style of use did not come about till the 2000s. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's fairly recent. I did wonder about that. I mean, that wasn't happening in the 80s, which was part of what made me question the time period of the film, because I'm like, there were some like slightly more modern... Right. Things that kind of I was questioned. Well, I think that's kind of like, but you can kind of take that too, as far as like got or you know, it's Gotham, whatever Gotham, so yeah, Gotham, yeah. Batman movies. You feel old and modern in the movies, very film noir, you know, right? So it can take place place at any time. Yeah, it's, it's meant, true. Yeah, but it is also meant that there there was a definite uh, throwback to the kinds of films that were shot in and around the New York area in the late seventies. Taxi of, Driver. Taxi Driver is actually a direct reference uh, for this film. Taxi Driver and. Um, uh, oh. Raging Bull. What city did they film it in? Uh, New Jersey and New Gotham York. Gotham done. In New York? Okay. Yeah, they did film in New York, but most of the film was done in New Jersey. Um, and they did That's actually. That's so dirty. Right. <laughs> Probably something that New doesn't. Uh-huh, New Jersey. <laughs> I'm going to New Jersey housewives on your ass. They're going to get you. <laughs> you know, going back to clown references, Leonardo DiCaprio and Bill Skarsgård were both actually up for the role. Oh. Along with Joaquin. I'm okay with Bill not doing this. He yeah. <laughs> terrifies us enough in his own way. Because I think it would have been... Think about it. How good would it have been with Bill Skarsgård? Because he's a little off-kilter himself. Yeah. Like, I, I'm glad he didn't, though, because immediately there would have been clown. way too yeah. many comparisons between yeah. that's what would happen. Joker and Pennywise. Pennywise. Like It would have just been and constant. I'm totally okay with Leo not doing it. Like, yeah. Leo's fine. He's just like... Has I wouldn't cr- to get eat by bears and call it a day. Has he been, yeah. has he played crazy before? Um, Gilbert Grape doesn't count. Grape. That does not count. <laughs> Ooh, that is shady. Oh, oh my god, that. that's your husband, Robert. Your, that. that is you your went, husband. Your brain went to the same place no, that mine to stop did. You from but I said things. Shutter Island. 
Yeah, okay. but it was, it was a different kind of crazy. A different kind of crazy. That was a different kind he of crazy. He was different kind of crazy. He was a little on Wolf of Wall Street, but that's, I wouldn't necessarily say crazy. I haven't crazy, seen crazy. Wolf of Wall Street yet. It was I crazy. mean, he was yeah. more of a cokehead narcissist. Well, that's a mental yeah. illness. <laughs> um, now, the Joker's makeup is very similar to John Wayne Gacy. Yes, yes. I did read that. Um, and, and the club was called Pogo's. And the club was called Pogo's, mm-hmm. which was what uh, John Wayne Gacy's uh, stage name was. Now, the makeup style with the with the pointy triangles, uh, mm-hmm. that's actually a makeup style that was shunned by working clowns at that time as they strictly prohibited sharp edges in their makeup because it scares oh. children and Robert. <laughs> those are the same thing. True story. Well, child Robert, Robert, same thing. Robert, Ch- children, adults Robert. Robert, equal. So we have any any other final words? Final final thoughts? Are we are we rating again? Sure, why not? Oh, you we were first. just What's fucking around last yeah. time. Yeah. I don't even remember None. what my individual was it last does, time. I, I was even... just talking shit. So weird. Uh, yeah, all the time. So strange. I'll just say one to five. I would give it a solid four. I don't know if I can give it a five, but I want to give it like a four and a half. I, I was kind of on that four, but I, the more I think about it from just like a filmmaking and storytelling perspective, I, it's just such a well thought out movie that I, I I don't know if I'm ready to give it a five, but I'm going to say I'm going to go with four and a half. I would love to ask the director a lot of questions just for me specifically. Like there was a lot of use of black women in this film in different yes. roles. Yeah, there and was. And it was like... Hmm, that's interesting. That well, every social really worker, especially for like the eighties and stuff, like yeah. early eighties, well, is like yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. No, there were just a couple of choices he made, even like for the political commentary, where you know it's not a political film, but you hear them using very coded language. Yeah, when they reference the kids. The asshole is like, oh, they're savages, which yeah. you often hear right. on the news and in media when you're talking about young kids of color. Right. Yeah. And then when you see these Wall Street assholes who were throwing fries at a fucking woman on the train, right? These good upstanding boys, they yeah. were fucking assholes, right? Yeah. But even like the place of like um, when he was making faces with a kid on the bus, yeah. And another example of another placement of people of color, which is awesome. Yeah, it was awesome, but it was also, it's like a double-edged sword there because she's a very particular archetype of black women that you see in media. She is a mammy type. You see her on the bus with her kids. She's an overweight woman. She has Mm -hmm. that sassy attitude. Leave my kid alone that you see. And, you know, we get to see black women in different roles. There's also a producer that's on set when he goes to the comedy or the late night talk show. That's a black woman who is... When they're looking at him, giving him a side eye when he's doing that. Yeah, and she's she's the one dealing with all the shit on set. You do see different forms of black women but like when they first released that trailer the first image you get is of a black woman who is of a larger size in that sassy black woman role right true so you know it's just interesting to me like why he chose black women especially in that time period when there were not black women like that represented in the mental health industry at all right and even the administrator Yeah. yeah the administrator I mean his love interest yeah. is right. a black woman. It, it's very interesting. He can Interestingly do enough, I'm trying to think of other than his mother, were there any other notable women in the film that weren't women of color? 
just the one that they were the one fries at was the only yeah, one the I one could that, just yeah. out, I think right because right, yeah, even the big girl that was across from part. him on the subway before they were throwing fries at that other woman she was she was a woman of color that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying like and yeah, the psychiatrist and on the, the Wayne no I'm saying Marie Bruce Franklin. Wayne's his, wife Bruce Martha Wayne's wife, right oh yeah. Bruce Wayne's yeah. wife yeah that's but, it but yeah. like there was well we don't yeah there was a lot like I would love to know his reasoning behind that. Yeah, it makes it, it makes you wonder was was it an in, was an intentional choice? Yeah. Or, oh wait, and the doctor, and the doctor, another white woman. When he came out on the show, there was the oh yeah, Doctor Sally, yeah, Doctor Sally, Doctor Ruth. Interestingly <laughs> enough, here's another fun that fact. That was Doctor Ruth, and we I did am. catch that uh, Alfred made his appearance. Yes, yes. that was at the gate, yeah. right? Yeah, that was Alfred. Okay, that was Alfred. Okay, wait. So we need to go back to to ratings and final thoughts. Oh yes. Rob, you're next. Okay, the movie disturbed me, left me very uncomfortable. The clown imagery. Todd Phillips can go fuck himself. Wow. <laughs> but overall, like, it, I thought it was very well done, so I'm going to say four and a half. Yeah, I'm actually going to give it a four and a half as well. Whoa. Um, wow. I, after two viewings, and I'm impressed. Yeah, because yeah, usually it goes down yeah, know, after right? the second yeah. viewing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is that... Um, because now that I can watch it, even though I was watching it from a technical standpoint the second time, there were still moments that I couldn't watch, which means it, it it's Man, still people getting shot yeah. in the head bothers the fuck out of me, and it happened so like, suddenly too. They were like, well, they I made all the coming, all those all the but... the deaths in the film were very visceral. Yes, well, yeah. When he we when he suffocates s- his mom, from we had point four, of view and from four death scenes. Yeah, Wall Street. The asshole, the, his mom, and then the talk show host. But those, um, I mean, Joker was quick with that the scissor work, right? Like, and you saw that was coming. <laughs> he was going like, and then he like, whacked his head against the wall. I mean, it was, like, that that's was, a different kind of anger, right? I mean, talk about standing up to your bullies. He set him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did set him up. He, he did. did. I yeah. mean, I don't think anyone felt bad about that murder. We no, were all no. worried about the, the Irish million. guy. Yeah. But the little, little man. I appreciate that you called him Irish and not little. Oh. We Googled the PC term and we're good with little person. Oh, little yes. person. Little, we're good little, with little person. But I'm going to call him Irish because he was Irish. Yeah. yeah. Ryan, our guest for the evening. Dun, dun, dun. What was your What's what your rating? Five. I'm going to have to say I really enjoyed the movie. I'm going to give it with all the performance. I really enjoyed it. I am going to give it five. Five. Wow. Wow. And again, it gets... Pumpkin rating. Oh, my God. I'm the one who's always giving low scores. Yeah. Why are you lowballing everything? The fact that I can still question and still be confused by things and just dive more and further into it, I I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because you just wonder what is truly going on in their mind. Yeah. Yeah. I will see it again. And I couldn't find anything like... Okay. I just couldn't find anything wrong with it. I could not find something wrong with it. It was not the... I didn't have a lot of expectations. I was just excited to see Joaquin, but it having no wet. expectations made me like it even more because there yeah. was a lot of chatter, Instagram, sure. Facebook, everything where people had all these Everybody thoughts had opinions and thoughts based and... on the trailer. But when you actually see it, like they did touch on some things that were like fuck yeah, yeah we're fucking up i remember when they released the first images of of him in the clown makeup and people were like that is not the joker right that yeah. is not joker makeup like you gotta let that go but the thing uh, and so everyone had this preconceived notion of like what it was gonna be i should say everyone but like i think that was intentional for them to release sure. that saying 
Here, we're going to give you a little taste, but you have no idea what's about to happen. Even though there were many scenes that, you know, we saw and like, oh, okay, we saw this in the trailer, nothing could have clued us into what it was that we no. were about to see. Like, they didn't give anything away. Well, I guess we that? reached the end that's of another... That. Joker that's that. is a highly rated All right. film for us. Highly rated Thank you for having me. I very it. much appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you for joining us, friends. Um, so thanks for joining us for Twerk Team Supreme Episode 2. Twerk Team Supreme, Twerking for Jesus. We're signing off with not that. We are not twerking for Jesus. Take two. We're just not twerking. We're not twerking. I don't know if people realize this podcast has nothing to do with twerking.